With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for the latest on the madness of March. Here's Hall of Fame college basketball writer for the Sporting News and Fox Sports lead bracketologist Mike DeCourcy. Brought to you by Northwest Handling Systems. From forklifts to pallet racks, conveyors to loading dock equipment. We sell, rent, and service all your warehousing needs. Request a quote today at nwhs.com or give us a call at 425-255-0500. Now with Mike DeCourcy, here's Softy and Dick. All right, this is where our investment in Mike DeCourcy really pays off. Yeah, this is where exactly the right. big bucks that we pay Mike DeCourcy starts to pay off, baby. On the Monday after Selection Sunday, the Monday before the NCAA tournament, and uh, no surprise, by the way, uh, that we're here doing our show from a sports book, by the way, getting <laughs> ready for the March Madness tournament on Thursday, courtesy of Northwest Handling Systems, our friend, lead bracketologist for Fox Sports, Sporting News, and one damn fine American, baby, our buddy Mike DeCourcy. Michael, how are you, man? I am well, gentlemen. How are you? Very uh, good. We're okay. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of good. Maybe some kind of, huh, out here in Seattle. Mike Hopkins, Jen Cohen announcing yesterday, Mike, that he will return for year number seven. We've been discussing this the last couple weeks about the buyout that just loomed to be too large for you, Dub. But for all the Washington fans out there that are upset and angry that money got in the way of firing Mike Hopkins, uh, what do you say to them? Well, I say that, uh, that, as I've said on several occasions with you guys, that he's a good enough coach to do well at UW, but he's got to get better players. And part of the job of being a college basketball coach is you're basically your own general manager. And that means you have to make sure that you get good enough players to win in the league you're in. And that hasn't happened over the last several years, and it's led them to the situation they are now. But you don't get coach of the year in your league twice and, and go to the NCAA tournament and all that stuff if you don't know how to win games with good players. But I, I, I think that they made some personnel uh, misjudgments uh, back uh, around the time when they were being successful. And those misjudgments cost them that year in 2020, which ultimately, obviously, no one was going anywhere anyway. But uh, it cost them that year. It cost them momentum. Uh, and they haven't been able to recover from that since. And I don't know whether or not they can completely reverse things from where it was at the end of the Pac-12 tournament to where they need to be next year. I can't say. But the portal makes it more plausible than it would have been if they'd have made this same maneuver eight years ago. Well, that's fair. But, I mean, they can bring in John Morant, and if they can't teach him how to score, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> Lately, what's your thoughts now that uh, – an SEC school uh, truly did uh, did show their their motto, right? It's uh, it it just means more down here. Yeah, I it's it's it just disappoints more is the way I would look at it. <laughs> I, I think that I'm not saying that he does not ever belong in the sport of college basketball again. I'm not saying that, but I I am saying that the fact that that what. Um, how do I word this properly? That the circumstance that ex- 
circumstance that existed that led to his dismissal at Texas is still only, gosh, it's March, so it's like three months old. Right. And that's not very long for him to demonstrate that, you know, what the circumstance was, what, you know, how, how he's learned from it, whatever you might say. Uh, I, I just, it, it's disheartening that that's the direction that Ole Miss would go. But, uh, they, you know, it's, it's been a basketball program that has made few good moves in their history. Hiring Rob Evans, great move. Uh, letting him get away, not great move. And since that time, uh, they have, you know, hiring Rod Barnes, good move. Getting rid of Rod Barnes, bad move. Hiring Andy Kennedy, good move. Getting rid of Andy Kennedy, bad move. (laughs) They show you who they are. And and today, they have put it in, you know, the big Hollywood sign that you maybe saw in the Oscars last night. I didn't because they scheduled the Oscars for Selection Sunday. Thanks very much, Academy. Um, It's as big now as that sign. This is who we are. Yeah, well, I guess my question would be, and I don't want to spend the whole segment talking about this because we got the bracket here to talk about, and I think you kind of answered the question already when you said how, how raw and fresh everything still is, but obviously charges were dropped. doesn't make him innocent. just means charges were dropped. What would you need then, Mike, to see out of Chris Beard to make you comfortable about hiring him to be the coach of your favorite team? I think time. Yeah. A demonstration that this that whatever occurred is not something that's common, uh, and that it was an aberration, and that I, I think at, I think at that I think when you have time, and I don't know what the exact time frame is, but it's not three months, it's not the next basketball season, uh, and and I and so I think that the you know the opportunism here from Ole Miss, hey, you know there's a. There's a uh, damaged basketball coach reputation-wise, uh, and he's really talented, and we can get him because we're all Miss, and we can't usually get that guy. Um, you know what? It, it, there are some things that you say to yourself, it's okay. Let's, we can find the next, you know, we can find the next Rob Evans. Let's go do that. Uh, and, and, you know, let's, let's put some work into this and go do that and not necessarily do what, the, what they have instead done. Mike DeCorsi, lead bracketologist, Fox Sports. The brackets are out. And in watching that selection show uh, yesterday, uh, there was a lot made on Twitter about Greg Gumbel's uh, mention of the Brandon Miller situation. And I I didn't think it was all that awkward. I thought it was handled properly. Did you have any input or or thoughts on uh, how his quote was, Alabama sidestepped the situation involving criminal activity in which Brandon Miller was associated. He was not charged. And then they kind of moved on to the number one overall seeds. Yeah, I'm not going to cheerlead for media just to do it. Uh, But, gosh, I thought it was perfect. I thought he hit the perfect. I mean, that was like 300 yards right down the middle of the fairway. It was the way it should have been handled. And I, the way I've tried to handle it in the circumstances that I've been dealing with it, and it was perfect. And I was, you know, I, I wasn't able to see much of the show because we were taping stuff for Big Ten Network while it was going on. Uh, but I, I did see that at the very beginning of the show. And, uh, you know, I don't know Greg. I know a lot of the people over there, but I don't know him. But if I saw him, I would, you know, if I, if I bump into him in, uh, Houston, I'm going to make sure that I say that I thought he did a fab job. 
Yeah, well, Mike DeCorsi, who always does a fab job, is with us on the radio show, courtesy of Northwest Handling Systems. Uh, Mike with the Sporting News, Fox Sports. And I'm always curious to know kind of who's that one team that is playing the best basketball in the country. Dick's got his little uh, subscriber-only internet dealy bob thing he goes to <laughs> that says that Gonzaga, since like February, For, right? February 1st, Gonzaga's right. highest rated on uh, BarkTorvik.com there, Mike. Uh, has been playing the best basketball of anybody in America, and I don't know, man, I I mean, their schedule is unbelievable. Like, Mike, I compare who Gonzaga's played to who Houston's played, by the way, and it's not even close. So tell me about the Zags because their bracket looks tough, but they're also maybe, maybe playing the best ball they've played all year long. It, oh, they definitely are playing the best ball they have played all year long. There is no doubt about that. They are a much better basketball team now. They uh, just absolutely smoked St. Mary's two times in a row of non-competitive Basically, not especially the second one, a non-competitive game. Right. And they're, they're playing fabulously. TCU, a really tough team, a dynamic, two terrific guards in Damian Bond, Mike Miles, a lot of front court options, a lot of depth up there, uh, different ways they can play it. Uh, it's interesting because, you know, I, I, I think that maybe the most underrated stat right now that's going in college basketball uh, is their seven consecutive years in the NCAA tournament Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. It is, you know how hard that is to do, guys? It's yep. been done twice before that, to get to seven. Uh, it, it was done by Duke, uh, to, uh, a, stri- a string that reached nine years uh, in the late 90s, middle 2000s. And then uh, Carolina did it 13 consecutive years, but the first five of those were one game in your Sweet 16. Yeah. Now it's obviously for everybody it's two. So that went on for 13 years, eight of which were two-game scenarios. So for them to do this, I, I laugh because people always say their, their schedule gets them. They're, they're not playing the tough teams in February. It's what gets them. And I'm like, well, why are they always winning and making the Sweet 16? Are you kidding me? Uh, they, if they, they've done it from a one seed, which they've done multiple times recently. They did it from an 11 seed in 2016. They, they, they get it done in March. But when I was sitting down to pick up my bracket and I saw that matchup and I saw how tough it is and I said to myself, it's got to break sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and I went with TCU on the matchup. And I may end up oh. being really regretful of that. Wow. You guys know how much I think of Mark. And, uh, and, but it is a tough matchup for them. It, it, if indeed uh, TCU gets through, it will be tough. Uh, and if the Zags prevail there and, and UCLA gets through as we expect, that will be tough. Although maybe not, well, definitely not as 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 tough as we thought it would be two weeks ago, and maybe not as tough as we thought it would be a week ago, depending on how quickly Dembona recovers from his shoulder injury. Okay. So just on the record, you're picking TCU to beat Gonzaga in the second round, right? I did. I picked okay. them in my bracket. Right. Well, yes, okay. and, and then also, <laughs> I mean, that's the one That's the one region that I kind of looked at your bracket and went, huh, interesting. Uh, you've got UConn. So you've got UConn knocking off Kansas. You've got UConn knocking off potentially UCLA, why do you think UConn's the team that can get, you know, in, in not a it's a good conference, but it's not a tremendous conference, and they're 25-8. and eight. Why is that the team that you think can get all the way to uh, Houston? Well, they have a lot of the components that you usually need to win in March. Uh, they have a very fine point guard. They've got size up front. Uh, they've got a big-time wing. Uh, and what's interesting is that uh, there's one thing that every champion – basically over the last 20 years. Well, there are many things, but one of the things that they have in common over the last 20 years, every champion but one in the full season 
has been top 20 in the nation in offensive and defensive efficiency as measured at KenPom.com, K-E-N-P-O-M. Uh, every single one except for Connecticut in 2014, which was 39th in offense that year, and Baylor in 2021, short, shorter season because of COVID and all that, they were 22 in defense. I don't, that's an outlier. They were the best defensive team in the country by far by the end of the season, and they just didn't get to play enough games to get those numbers where they should have been. Yeah. Um, so and that's what you need to be. And when I got done with my final four, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go 0 for 4. Well, no, I'll go 1 for 4 because Bama's region is so bad they're going to get there. Um, but I'll go 1 for 4. And, and then I looked, and out of the four teams that I put in the final four, Alabama, Texas, and UConn are three of the only four teams that can say that right now, that they're mm. top 20 in offense and defense. Mm. So, and I didn't, I didn't plan it that way. I didn't look at Ken Palm. Uh-huh. I looked at Ken Palm for, for each of the individual matchups, but I didn't go to the front page and say, okay, who's top 20 O, two top 20 D, uh, let's do that. I didn't do that. And so I was, I was much more excited about my final four when I saw that. Mike DeCourcy with uh, Sporting News. Mike, do all four number ones make the second weekend? All four number ones. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, Houston's the one I would worry about because I saw them yesterday. They would want, they'd be the one I worry most. Purdue, to an extent, I could worry about because uh, their their perimeter players just haven't generally been getting it done. They 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 were helped out by uh, they played well in, in in excuse me in Chicago in the Big Ten tournament, but they had a fortunate draw. They played on uh, what what should have been an 11 seed in Rutgers and didn't make the field. Uh, and a 10 seed in Purdue. That was their two toughest games in the uh, conference tournament. So they were helped with that. Um, they played better, but they still aren't getting enough from their perimeter in general. And they really struggle when they when they have leads late to to attack pressure. Uh, they they really struggle with that. So they they could maybe not get there. And then the other one I worry about is Houston because. I don't know what Marcus Sasser's situation is going to be, but I don't. In my years of covering sports, I don't remember many five-day uh, recovery periods from groin injuries. That's a mm-hmm. that would be a new one. Maybe you know sports medicine's better than it was when I started in '82. So maybe you can do it now, uh, and and maybe he'll be himself. But I can say that when I watched them yesterday in breaks of the Big Ten championship game, uh, Houston looked lost without Sasser on the floor. So Sasser and then Jalen Clark with UCLA, would there be any other team that you think should be seriously concerned based upon attrition or potential attrition where we don't know if a star player is going to play or not? Well, Tennessee, we know that Zakai Ziegler, their point guard, is out. Uh, I think his was an ACL. And, and because he's out, they don't really have a backup that's able to take over as a starting quality player. So they move over Santiago Vescovi, who's uh, started his career as a point guard and wasn't a high-level NCAA-type point guard. He just wasn't good enough to make a difference at this level then. He's good enough now, but it diminishes them at two spots. It makes them a lesser team at point guard where Ziegler played, and it makes them a lesser team at shooting guard where Vescovi played. So I think they're not going to be around here very long as a result. All right, where's the money to be made? This is the real reason, Mike, why I wanted you on the show today, okay? We're at the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook as we speak (laughs) right now. Betting on college basketball is no longer the sin that it used to be back in the day. It's being embraced by everybody. 
So where yeah. are the upsets? Where is the big money upset to be made in the first round on Thursday or Friday, in your opinion? Yeah, I think I had Drake beating Miami on my bracket. That's a 12 over a 5. I think it's I think it's only a 2.5-point spread. So if they if they win outright, it's not a tough cover. Um, if I'm right that they at least will be in the game, uh, then then they you know then they have a shot at that. Um, that that would be one. I think you might you, you'd probably get more points. I think it's four on Kent State. Uh, I think Kent State's really good, and I think they can hang with Indiana. Now remember, this is coming from an absolute sports betting novice who uh, who <laughs> last the last bet I placed was whether or not the Steelers would win more than seven and a half games last year. And that was because I was in the Bahamas and had time to do it. And I did, cl- <laughs> I did, I did yeah. win. I, I bet that one, too. That was an easy one. You're, you're a degenerate so just oh, like us. I am, <laughs> I am 1-0 and in the last four years. So, go. you know, anyway, um, I, I will tell you a funny story um, about the, 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 the nature of sports betting now. Uh, one of the games of the Big Ten tournament, I can't remember exactly which one. I think it was uh, Michigan State and uh, Ohio, Ohio State or somebody like that. And the spread was six and a half, and somebody scored at the end to make it seven. And there was an audible cheer, a very a, not a not like a slam dunk kind of cheer, but a very audible cheer in the in the arena when it happened. It was a, you know it was a cover cheer, and I've been doing this for more than forty years, and I had never heard that in my entire career. So we definitely are in a different world. Yes, yes, we are. Who's the one seed? that might not get to the sweet 16 and who gets them yeah i think it i think the 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 concern would be in terms like if if houston's okay then they'll be okay if if sasser's good we're there they'll be getting there um purdue i i could see memphis challenging them uh because uh kendrick davis is so good now of course memphis has a really tough game in the first round against a florida atlantic team that's won 30 games, but if they get through that, and they just got through a Houston team that won three games, so uh, they they could probably handle it. Uh, and if they get through that, uh, Kendrick Davis is terrific. DeAndre Williams is a wonderful forward who is, I think, I think he's 26. I think he's 25 or 26. He's been around college basketball a little while. Uh, that 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 veteran leadership that you're looking for, man, he has a lot of that. Who wins it? Who wins the whole thing? I have Alabama uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I, I have the most uh, certainty, if there's such a word in this deal, about them getting to the Final Four. I, I think they physically equipped with uh, their front court is so loaded with physicality and dynamism, and, and Brandon Miller's a big-time pro prospect. He's going to be great in the NBA uh, if he can manage to, you know, to, to be – uh, you know, walk the straight line all the time, so to speak. Uh, you're looking at a, a terrific talent. Uh, I think they'll play UConn in the final, and okay. I think that they just have too much for them. I love it. Mike, great stuff, man. We'll talk next Monday, and I would ask you on the air who your final four is, but I want people to have a reason to go to your website and check your Twitter account and get you a couple of clicks. So at TSN Mike for all the relevant information you're looking for out of Mike DeCourcy, man. Great stuff, and we'll talk in a week, Thanks, all right? Man.
Thanks, fellas. Always a pleasure. You bet. Mike DeCourcy with us on the radio show. We're going to break. We'll switch gears to the NFL. Lots going on today, man, in the NFL. Holy cow, is there a lot going on. Greg Rosenthal from NFL.com, NFL Network, coming up next right here on Softy and Dick, live from the Emerald Queen Sportsbook on 93.3 KJRFM. Now back to Softy and Dick. Turned out on the field. Two-handed stop. And that's the dagger. On your home for the Rim Redland coverage of March Madness. Boys and girls, back here at the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook. Hugh Millen joining us at 5 o'clock today. We got Kraken Hockey, baby. Uh, stars and Kraken coming up pregame 6.30. Face off at 7 o'clock tonight right here on 93.3. KJRFM joining us right now on the radio show from NFL Network, NFL.com. He really is the brains behind the operation, I believe, at NFL Network headquarters. Greg Rosenthal is with us on the radio program. Greg, how are you, man? What's going on? Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, just me and Roger Goodell in a room just kind of hashing out what, where the league is going to go. Yeah. Listen, we all know that you are the engine that makes that thing run, man, so just keep it going, pal. Uh, let me first of all just start off by getting your thoughts on what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, man. You wake up and you hear this report from Wingo that Rodgers is going to the Jets and nothing confirmed by anybody since then. Do you expect that by Wednesday afternoon Aaron Rodgers is going to be a member of the Jets, Jets, Jets? Yes, and I would even guess it'll be before then. I have expected him to go to the Jets all along. I tend to believe Trey Wingo's got this story down because he broke the news that Rodgers was coming back a year ago. He broke the news that there was uh, negotiations with the Jets starting a week ago. And my guess, and this is totally a guess, is that he got word that Rodgers sent up the bat signal that he's ready to do this and that the team's are working out the details as we speak, whether it's the contract, whether it's the trade terms. I, I don't know, but the particulars. But my my read on it is he's gotten all the Rogers stories right before. He's probably got this one right, too. Well, and that passes the sniff test, too, because if Rogers was truly wishy-washy, as we head into free agency, that would just be holding the Jets hostage because they wouldn't be able to spend money on anybody. Right. They need to figure things out. And, and the timing of that was still a few hours in the free agency, and I, I do believe the reporting, um, you know, from a lot of different insiders, that saying that it, it has been a little bit of a wait and see for these two teams. Uh, but but he he came out with that report a couple hours in the free agency, and you would think he's not trying to do the Brett Favre thing where he's holding these teams hostage. Uh, he, he's waited a while. Uh, but this is still enough time uh, for everyone to get their business done. Yeah, Greg Rosenthal, NFL Network, NFL.com. What do you make of the uh, arrival of Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo in Vegas, baby? Talk to us about that. You know, the contract terms were really interesting to me. He actually is getting less money than Geno Smith is for this year and uh, for the first two years combined. So that. That indicates to me something between you're definitely our starter and you're probably our starter, but we actually might draft a quarterback and it still might be the number seven overall pick. And I think he fits with Josh McDaniels. I always thought 
he would have had a different career if he had stayed in New England. I don't know if it would have been better or worse. Maybe the numbers wouldn't have been as good, but I thought he looked more comfortable in that Patriots system back in the day. So, to me, I actually think he might play better than Derek Carr did for Josh McDaniels for less money, and they still might draft someone. What did you make of Geno's deal, especially vis-a-vis the 40-plus million dollars a year that Daniel Jones got, and basically both quarterbacks have one good season in their resume? Yeah, I think Gino, uh, who I've been a huge fan of, has to send a, a thank you note to not only the Daniel Jones negotiations, but Derek Carr, who got paid right before Gino. And I, I think that helped the Gino contract get in. Uh, and he didn't make as much as Derek Carr, but at least it got closer. Uh, I think it was a perfect contract for both sides. Like, not everything has to be some hot take where it's like, oh, this is terrible for the Seahawks, or this right. is great for Geno, or, or either way. I, I think it totally made sense for both sides. And, and yeah. like uh, the Raiders, they have some flexibility, too. Well, I think it's a better deal for the Hawks than it is for Geno, but I also think it's a good deal for Geno, too. So I'll kind of meet you halfway on that one, Greg. But Greg Rosenthal with us on the radio show, and Dick and I were talking about this, you know, in, in the first segment of today's show. There's there's all these free agent offensive linemen. Uh, you know, the Broncos just brought in Ben Powers, who the Hawks could have used for sure. They don't need a tackle because they got Abe Lucas and Charles Cross, so McGlinchey made sense for Denver. But do the Seahawks need to be a player in veteran inside offensive linemen or are they better off going through the draft process you think i think the draft and taking a chance on some guys who have played later in free agency i think one of the worst moves you can make is spending big money on slightly about above average like starting offensive linemen the first day of free agency i think that's what the broncos did with mcglinchey i think uh that's what they did with ben uh powers too and that the money's crazy. It just shows you how valuable offensive line play is. But to me, coaching really is the difference in offensive line. Unless you have true difference makers, it's more about the coaching. And to me, no guys that change teams today were true difference makers. They're just making a lot of money. You surprised Denver spent $10 million on a backup quarterback considering they're paying their starter $50 million a year? <laughs> I think that's telling of that's like the type of backup quarterback that you have some hope could do some things if Russell Wilson doesn't work out. That's what that said to me, that they wanted someone that they were excited about. I'm a little surprised they were excited about Jared Stidham, although that he did have a couple nice performances. Uh, but that says to me, we want someone, if this Russell Wilson thing doesn't work out and it's not looking good in December, we want someone who, with some talent that we can take a look at uh, for a few games in December. Yeah. Well, Greg Rosenthal again with us uh, from the NFL Network, NFL.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Greg with two Gs Rosenthal, by the way. And Cody Barton, linebacker Seahawks, as you know, took off for the Commanders. Uh, not a big loss for the Seahawks, but they need bodies, Greg, at linebacker for sure, and impact players. Uh, we saw the report from Werder that the Cowboys are talking to Bobby Wagner. Seahawks are interested. What does your crystal ball tell you? Where does Bobby Wagner play football in 2023? Man, a return to Seattle would, would be awesome. I, I was impressed how well he played. The Cowboys might be willing to spend more money. They certainly have uh, the space to. I think off-ball linebacker, though, is a good position to need right now. I know a lot of them got paid today. David Long actually came in a pretty low number, but Tremaine Edmonds got a lot of money, Alex Singleton. Uh, a lot of those guys went off the market, but there's even more still available. And so I think you'll be able to find guys uh, who are better than Cody Barton, for instance. 
And uh, if you can't get Bobby Wagner, it's not a position that's overly difficult to fill in free agency. Yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, the Seahawks need help there no matter what. So let's say Bobby goes to the Cowboys or he goes to a contender or whatever. Who else is out there at inside linebacker or even outside linebacker that you would think would be a good fit here, Greg? Uh, two guys that come to mind, Kaiser White, who, who played the whole season for the Eagles, did well for them, about 800 snaps, uh, pretty good in coverage. Drew Tranquil is a guy for the Chargers who developed and is a good blitzer, good in the middle, like a little up and down in coverage like most of these guys are. But th- those are two names, like not not huge names, but to me that they're quality starters who will be out there for not too much money. 49ers gave Javon Hargrave four years, $84 million. Are you surprised that the Niners spent so much on a position that they're already considered one of the best in the NFL at? I guess just based on their history, I would say no. I think they might regret that DeForest Buckner trade they made because they basically gave Javon Hargrave the contract that they wouldn't give DeForest Buckner, who was a younger player, uh, and then they drafted Javon Kinlaw, who just didn't work out for them. That's what they do. They believe in spending up front, especially on the defensive line, and they were a little thinner there last year than than I think uh, most fans realize. It was really Armstead who was hurt half the year, Bosa and a pretty big fall off after that. So I think they wanted to get back to who they are uh, with big difference makers up front. And Hargrave's a great fit. Yeah, Greg Rosenthal with us, NFL.com, NFL Network. Follow him on Twitter, at Greg with two Gs, Rosenthal. How does the Lamar Jackson saga uh, either end or at least play out for the 2023 season, man? I I wish I knew. I, I don't understand what's happening here officially teams can't talk to him until wednesday uh because he doesn't have an agent to do illegal tampering i actually don't think that that this is happening i ultimately think some team and i have a hard time knowing who that team will be will step up and it might even be a team like atlanta who insists that they're not in the mix especially after the draft once things shake out there'll still be a few teams that's going to need a quarterback and I, I think Lamar Jackson is, is the best quarterback available. That's including Aaron Rodgers. And uh, it's just kind of crazy what's happening with him right now. Hey, Greg, what, what did you make of the haul that the Bears got for the number one overall pick? And, and how does that trade now affect what you think the Seahawks will do at five? Good question. You can't expect as many quarterbacks to fall now so you got the panthers at one the texans at two the colts at at four and if someone really wants a quarterback they're going to have to try to trade ahead of the colts to the cardinals at three so you have to assume three quarterbacks are off the board there if they were looking at anthony richardson or will levis like i don't know if that guy's going to fall to you especially richardson who to me just screams seattle seahawk i don't know why just a height weight speed guy uh, you just kind of can't expect those guys to fall. Now, if they did fall to five, then I, the Seahawks would have a decision to make, and, and I think that'd be a tough decision. All right, Greg, before you go, uh, we do our show every Monday from the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook here in Tacoma, and uh, the real reason why I wanted to have you on is I need your advice on some long shots to win the championship next year in the NFL, okay? So we're sitting here at the okay, casino. Wow. I- I'm looking at some long shots. Commanders, plus 6,600. Pittsburgh, no, plus 6,000. Raiders, plus 4,000. Okay. Buccaneers, plus 8,000. I'm going to take your advice, and during the commercial break, I'm going to go to the ATM, I'm going to take out 100 bucks and oh, put in a long shot of your 
choosing. Okay, so you tell me <laughs> who to put my $100 on for a long shot to win the whole thing next year that nobody's talking about. Well, I think technically you can get me fired from the NFL for giving you this information, but I'm I'm going to do it anyways because I like it. Wait, does it have to be one of those? No, teams you, you pick. You off pick. Your board? You pick any long shot. You pick. Okay, because because of those, you know, of those real long shots, Steelers, uh, I think is kind of juicy. I think you have to start in the NFC first of all because yeah. the NFC is more wide open. I'm. I'm racking through my brain who could be a good long shot. Where where are the Packers right now, assuming that Rodgers isn't there? The Packers right now are at plus 3,500 to win the whole thing, but that's not assuming anything with Rodgers, though. I think it probably is. I think it's baked in a little bit. Because uh, I would like, you know, Jordan Love with Green oh. Bay, that's a long shot I think I could have a yeah. little fun with. How about okay. Chicago? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. No. Uh, of those okay. teams that you mentioned, I like Pittsburgh as a real, real long shot. Okay. Well, I, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put 100 bucks on the Steelers. another one, but they're probably yeah. not that long. Chargers are uh, plus 2,000. So between Green Bay at plus 3,500 and the Steelers at plus 6,000, which one do you want? Pick one. I'm going, let's go Green Bay. Green Bay, plus 3,500. All right, Greg, you're the main, and this conversation never happened, by the way, okay? Never happened. All right, appreciate it. (laughs) I got your back. Greg Rosenthal, NFL Network with us on the air. Follow him on Twitter, at Greg with two Gs, Rosenthal. Packers plus 3,500. I I got advice for you. Here we go. How to guarantee yourself winning 100 bucks. (laughs) Don't put $100 on a 50-to-1 NFL team. no fun. I got to have fun. (laughs) Because NFL teams win when they're really, really good. When's the last time a 50-to-1 NFL team won the Super Bowl? If they make it, we can hedge it and make some money. What the hell? Why not? We're going to break. Text the money. 49451. Coming to you live from the Elliott Avenue studios of Sports Radio KJR. This is Textimonials. Take it away, Dave Softy Mahler and Dick Fane. All right, let's go Packers. Let's go Packers. Come on, baby. Plus 3,500 at the Emerald Queen Casino. $100 bet returns you 3,600 bucks when it's all said and done. How about that? Listen, don't you come asking for a loan, by the way, when I, I win. The longest odds. You and Jackson aren't getting squat. I, I, I too, I too uh, like flushing money down a toilet. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a time-honored tradition, apparently. The Super Bowl winner has been, oh, shut in up. the last decade, you every, logic. every one of them has been better than 16-1, to 1, except the Eagles in 2017 yeah, were 40-1. You, you're killing my buzz. You know that, man? Come on, dude. The, the most ever. You, you remember the most ever. 
How about if you put? How about the day that Trent Green got injured? Oh, the Rams. Yeah. If you put a hundred bucks on Kurt Warner and the St. Louis yeah. Rams, you would have yeah. won yourself fifteen thousand. How many people were thinking the Rams were going to win the whole thing when they were watching Dick Vermeil cry, cry on TV? <laughs> we're going to rally behind Kurt Warner. We're going to rally behind Kurt Warner That's what he said. and win it for Trent. Remember that? That's exactly <laughs> what he like said. The guy like. was dead. That's exactly. He's not what he dead. Said. He blew his knee out. For God's sakes, he'll be fine. Stop blubbering, Dick. <laughs> Jesus. All right, four nine four five one. Telemore dude text line. When it's game time, it's tele time. What do you got? Please answer. One year deal, even money. You can only have one. Bobby Wagner or Frank Clark? Right, we already talked about that. That's like that's like two weeks old, pal. It was Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wagner. And, a, and a Bobby Wagner yeah. in a long in, in a landslide. Well, first of all, they have a bigger need for Bobby Wagner than yes. they do Frank Clark, and they need Frank Clark too. Don't get me wrong; you can never have enough edge rushers. Like you asked that question of Greg Giga Rosenthal about uh, Hargrave yep. uh, signing with San Francisco. I love what they're doing because you play that defensive line, and they're going to come at you and come at you yeah, they and are. come at you with a warm, rested body like a freaking swarm of bees they coming s- after they gonna you. Be able to score points? Maybe. They might win games 10 to 7. <laughs> they might. All right. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Bobby over Frank. Absolutely. And Bobby brings you so many intangibles that Frank doesn't bring you. I mean, Bobby is Bobby is rock solid, man. He would be the instantaneous leader of that franchise if For he sure. came over Totally. Totally. I mean, is, is he – what's the war on Bobby Wagner? A game? One. Maybe? Okay, well, then you're a 10-8, and 10-7 and seven football team yeah. next year. <laughs> I like it. All right, what's next? Three things I do not need to hear from anyone – your NCAA bracket, you fantasy football roster, oh, and yes. for how long you have had season tickets. I like that. So I said three things I don't have to know. Yeah. That's a great idea for a topic. What are three things that you don't need to know from anybody? Hmm. Your NCAA bracket, your fantasy football roster, and your status as a season ticket holder. And when I say status, you know what I mean by that, right? I've been a season ticket holder for 37 years. That's right. Okay, that... well, then your opinion matters more than that guy. Because <laughs> you've had a... season tickets. Well, isn't it just a humble brag, too? Like, I've had enough money for 37 years to have season tickets. I don't know. I think it's a brag about just being in the club, right? Like, because you don't need to be a gazillionaire to have Seahawks season tickets. No. You know that. That's right. We're but not gazillionaires. Right, but you can also get season tickets for like 800 bucks. That's right. If you really wanted them. Yeah. So you don't need to be loaded. Now, basketball season tickets Ooh. or hockey season tickets yeah. or baseball season tickets, a that's, a, that's a different that's animal true. right no, there. No, that's fair. Different animal. All right, what's next? Yes, let's hear bracket talk. I am filling my bracket out today. Let's right. go. Who do you like in the Final Four? I don't have my Final Four yet. Oh, don't give me that. I don't. Well, just give I us need your to do early, appropriate. Early, Hey, I need to do appropriate research before I before I give it out. Now you I'm leaning. You need to watch the end zone copy. I gotta, need to watch. Got to watch the L22. I got a lot. Like of, our next guy. I got a lot of Ken Palm <laughs> to look at. A lot of film to look at. I will. I will have everything done by Wednesday's show. How hey, about that? By the way, didn't all three of us pick our final four teams last year? And like, I, I had the most correct right in the final four. I don't remember. You, you had the, you had the best up. score overall of the entire bracket. Yes. Okay. I think mean, I think we all got like one out of four for I the didn't final have a four, but, but nobody yeah. wants to mention that that but I had you, the best score. You had the best score. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh God, who cares? Whatever. I mean, I got like my my sister in law is a teacher, and she sends me a text asking how the kids feel. Bracket soccer. Right, She's right, not right. a sports fan, so I said, close your eyes and just point. She did that. <laughs> 
Jackson, she's got Iona beating Santa Barbara That's in the great. final. I, I, quick question, though. Quick question, because this, this actually makes sense, right? We're killing people for sharing their final fours and, and all this. I'm not killing but anybody. But what's the difference between sharing your final four and yeah. sharing bets that you've made? I, I'm not, I, because it's all bull crap is what it is. All of it's bull crap. It's what you have interest in, right? Softy has much more interest in bets than he does I in do. brackets. I do. So, therefore, he feels like sharing his ah. bets with everybody is more interesting than sharing brackets, Aye, even though other people sense. have different opinions than him, yeah, believe it or not. Isn't it more entertaining? No. Jackson, no. would you rather have no. the most points right in your bracket, or would you rather make $10,000 in the first round? <laughs> what Dick By said? Iona? What Dick said? All right, give me one more. Go ahead. One I more. don't care one bit about either bracket talk or husky basketball. Oof. If people were mad, that would be better. But not caring is the worst for the program. I think people are generally apathetic, except for days like this when they're pissed for like an hour, and then they go back to being apathetic. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like when the story comes out that he's coming back, you get mad, you voice your frustration, you scream, you rant, you rave like we did. And then you spend the next, how you know, nine months before basketball season starts, or eight, whatever, eight months, not giving a damn. I do wish Which is unfortunate, was, right? Yeah, I mean, as, as irritating as New York and Philadelphia sports fans are, I do wish there was a little more element on the West Coast of, you freaking bums, you better start winning. <laughs> and we don't have enough of that. Like, no, it's no, like, no, oh, no. Husky basketball's not winning. I'm not going to pay any attention to them. All right, let's get a break. Uh, Hugh Mellon's going to join us coming up next. We'll get his thoughts on everything happening with Aaron Rodgers, Cody Barton, Jimmy Garoppolo. What's that, Dick? Hugh Millen joining us next on 93.3 KJRFM. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.